I'm your host, Greg Viafania, and we've partnered up with our friends at MPP to deliver short business tips each month. Having expertise in the swimming pool industry and business world, we believe these messages will truly help your business. So without further ado, let's jump into this month's business tip. Welcome to your go-to podcast for the pool and spa industry. My name is Tyler Rasmussen. And my name is Greg Diafania. And this is the Pool Chasers Podcast. Well, thank you so much, Brian. Appreciate you uh, taking the time to be with us on the show today. I'm excited to be here, guys. I really am. I've been looking forward to doing one of these with you guys for a long time. That's great to hear. I appreciate that. Um, So can you give the listeners a brief overview of yourself and B&B Pools? Uh, Sure, sure. Uh, I'm a second generation swing pool uh, company owner. My dad started, uh, you know, B&B pools when I was seven. So I grew up cleaning pools every summer. Basically, if I wasn't at school, I was cleaning pools. And then I got to high school and it really kind of wore me out. I was over it. You know, I I want to do everything but clean pools in high school. Uh, And so when I graduated high school, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, and so I was adamant that I was never going to do clean pools again. Went to college. Ended up in a, a kind of financial job. I was a financial planner at Merrill Lynch and really enjoyed what I did. Had no intentions of coming back to the industry. I really thought my, my pool days were behind me. But, uh, you know, my, my dad and my aunt, who were partners in the business, uh, were looking for an exit. And I don't know, I just felt called back. So I ended up buying back into the business in 2014 and then uh, saw the company grow and grow significantly. It was, it was, it was, it was, we were very blessed and uh, went from about seven employees up to 25. Just recently here joined National Pool Partners and uh, sold the company to them and then joined them as an executive uh, managing, you know, the state of Florida. So it's pretty exciting. I mean, we're, you know, family owned business, still consider us family owned, 32 years in the business. I love it. I love every bit of it. That's a great story. Thank you for sharing. Where, where about in uh, Florida are you? We're in South Florida. Broward County uh, is where we service. We, we go into Palm Beach a little bit for, for like Boca Raton and things like that, but uh, mainly here in uh, like the Fort Lauderdale area, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yeah. The, besides the professional side of it, the swimming pool culture in Florida, I've always thought was just really cool. You think of um, maybe like Scarface, you know, old Scarface movies and them just hanging out, you know, poolside, different things like that. You know, it, it, it is interesting. It's the water is part of life down here in South Florida. I mean, you can't help but notice that flying into you know, any airport in Florida. You you just look out the window and it looks like every single backyard has a swimming pool in it. So it's definitely part of what we do and, and not, not just in terms of, of work, but also, you know, personally with our families. And it's a, it's a, it's a great place to be in the swimming pool industry. Let's put it that way. Right. I bet. Thank you. Um, so we're going to be talking about tracking and optimizing chemical usage today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have a few talking points. The first one is, you know, why is it so important to know your costs? You know, I think this has never been more important than it is right now. Right. I mean, um, for years and years, we've, we've enjoyed consistency, plenty of, of, of availability of the chemicals that we use. And now we're taking, we took a lot of that for granted. Now we're having to really struggle with that a lot around the country. You know, a lot of products are, are in short supply and prices have gone up significantly. And so it, it's, a, it's extremely important to know your costs and be able to manage those on a per route, per customer, even per visit basis so that you can make sure that you're, you're making money. You know, no one wants to go out there and work as hard as we do. And then at the end of the day, not have any money left over. 
And so it, it's extremely important to be able to find a way to do that, um, especially now because, you know, we're short staffed. Most everybody in the country is short staffed. So what ends up happening is, you know, you end up kind of falling downstream. So if you were not cleaning pools before, you may be having to clean them again now because you're, you're short staffed or maybe your supervisors that, you know, are supposed to be handling some things for you are now cleaning pools. So you're having to do their job. And so when you're working kind of downstream like that, it's easy to let, you know, this kind of stuff go because you just don't have the time. And uh, what ends up happening is, you know, your margins get tighter. And then at the end of the summer, you figured out, I, I didn't make any money. <laughs> and it, it's, it quickly lead to burnout, quickly, you know. Um, and so it's extremely important to just make sure that you're tracking this type of stuff. I know it's hard, um, you know, and there's there's more day than there is time, you know, to do this kind of stuff, I know. But yeah, it's extremely important to, to manage a profitable business. You know, no, we're not doing this for fun. I mean, listen, we may have fun doing it. But ultimately, the job here is to try to make as much money as we can for our families. And, you know, with with everything against us right now in terms of supply uh, for chemicals and labor and just everything that's going on, you, you got to sharpen your pencil on this kind of stuff in order to make make money. Yeah, has your uh, background in finance kind of help you with this? I mean, how do you see this? Is it kind of like a game? Because in a way, it, it's it's a very serious game. But it, it's kind of cool when you put a plan together and you're checking all that data and you're seeing that you're catching things, you're being proactive, and you're also, like you said, making money and not just kind of paycheck to paycheck where you're struggling to pay the tax and paying this person and paying that person. You know, I, I absolutely, I do think it has helped me um, in my previous career. Uh, you know, it was a numbers game. And so... When I came back into B&B pools, I was adamant that I was not going to create myself a 60-hour-a-week job. I really wanted to manage and run the business, right? And so, well, I wasn't always successful at that. I mean, there was many, many times I got dragged out into the field to do field work. But, you know, being able to, to step back and truly manage your business has allowed us to really navigate a lot of, you know, issues that have come up over the years um, you know, and, 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 try to, and try to be profitable in a very challenging season in a very challenging market. You know, South Florida is a very, very challenging place to do business. Our margins are very low. You know, around the country, people charge a lot more for pool service than we're able to do in South Florida. And so pencils got to be very sharp, you know, to, to operate where we operate. And um, and I've been very lucky that, you know, I've had great teams around me and I've made some great hires to be able to, to keep me um, in a position to be able to continue managing the business and tracking these things. So yeah, it's absolutely cr- crucially important um, you know, because ultimately, like I said, you know, we're, this may be fun to do, but this is, that's not why we're doing it. Right. And this is supposed to be a business. I think our industry suffers from immaturity compared to other industries, other trades, right. You know, if you look at HVAC, plumbing, electric, even pest control, right. The, the per stop visit for those companies is, is so much higher than the swimming pool industry. And I think a lot of that has to do with our industry kind of lacks maturity, Right. There's not a, a lot of large companies that have been able to kind of bring the industry up. And so there's just a bunch of guys out there hustling, you know, and it's hard. It's hard to do. It's hard to manage everything. What ends up happening, though, is you end up dealing with all the things that are customer facing and then actually managing the business is where you fall short because you just run out of time. And um, it's challenging. You know, I've seen great businesses disappear, not because they're not great businesses, not because the owner was not doing a great job operating his business, but because you know, he had no margin. He wasn't able to manage his business and, and track costs and track labor to a point where all it took was one 
significant event and he couldn't survive it. You know, they're gone all of a sudden overnight. And I think we all probably know somebody who that's happened to, but, you know, creating margin inside of your business and inside your life um, is an important part of, of doing business. And that starts with tracking your costs. That makes sure that you know every single time you go to that house, how much it costs you. So you can identify problem pools. You can identify issues and, and know where you're making money and where you're not. So you can you know when to exit or when to raise prices. Right. Thank you, Brian. I love that. Um, so why is it so important to track chemical usage? All right. So, you know, it, it, it's a cost of good, right? Cost of goods. So a, as you go into the backyard, there's obviously labor involved. You're back there doing a specific job, you know, and you're charging a customer what, what should be an appropriate amount for that. Well, when all of a sudden the cost of the goods that you purchase that have to go into that swing pool, when they start to go up quickly and suddenly and, and sometimes even double or triple, then, you know, you can quickly start to lose money and not even know it. Right. I mean, you're, you're simple. You know, most areas um, like Florida, for example, we, we make our money in the off season. Right. We make our money from December to May. That's where all the profits driven in our company because, you know, the, the weather's perfect. People aren't really using their pools, um, you know, uh, because the water level is, you know, quote unquote, too cold. Um, but, but I mean by that is like below 85. <laughs> um, but, you know, then the summer comes and our, our chemical usage triples over the summer. Right. So we, we end up in a situation where we're generally breaking even on revenue on the pool service because our costs get go up so much. So if you're not even tracking it, then you, you have no idea if you're making money or not. You could find a, yourself in a situation where. You don't have the money to pay your employees or, you know, even worse, you might be in a situation where you got to decide, am I going to balance this water this week and really do what's necessary? Or am I going to feed my family? You know, we all know what that answer is going to be, right? We're all going to feed our family. So, um, you know, what you want to do is track your costs so that you can provide a consistent service to your customers. You know, no one wants to be in a situation where they've got to choose to do the right thing or feed your family, you know, and the only way to know if you're charging enough is to track your costs. And once you do that, you're going to be surprised. You're going to realize some of these customers, they're not worth having. You know, uh, you know, everyone's kind of looking at it from a revenue perspective and chasing after that next customer, that next dollar. Once you figure out how many of your customers you're actually losing money on, you look at things a little differently. And all of a sudden you're like, man, you got to go, you know, and you'll start making some adjustments to those customers pricing, knowing that, you know, if they leave, you didn't really lose anything. You know, you just, you lost a headache but you didn't actually lose any money because they, they may have been costing you money the entire time. Yeah. There, there's so many things in uh, chemical usage. I mean, you can identify that which pools have leaks. Um, you can see who definitely needs to drain their pool. If they don't drain their pool, they're going to have to get lost this fall, whatever it may be. There's so many different things that um, just by tracking that chemical usage, it can tell you. Absolutely. I mean, listen, leaking pools are the absolute worst. You know, what I tell my staff all the time is if the pool's leaking, we're losing money because we bid our pools based off of, you know, the gallons, you know, the size of the pool, the bather load, the temperature, you know, the things that we can kind of consider if there are trees hanging over the pool. But if, if you've got a pool that's leaking, you may be drastically underpricing them. Uh, we had a situation recently where it was a standard 15 by 30 pool. And when we figured out the, the, we did the math on what, you know, they were losing a couple inches a week. We did the math on how much water we were actually treating over the course of an entire month. And it was like, you know, almost twice the, the size of the pool, right? I mean, but if you consider all the water they were adding, 
um, to the pool. Wow. And then you realize this is almost a 30,000 gallon pool by the time they add all the water. And I'm sitting here charging them like it's a regular 15 by 30 standard pool. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm losing money here, you know, and because the, and, the customer didn't want to address the leak, right. which I understand. You know, listen, money's tight. Da, 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 I get it. But, I mean, I can't lose money because you don't want to address the leak. You know, that's not fair to me. So being able to find those situations where you're losing money, um, you know, uh, one, another way is like a vacation rental. You know, we live in South Florida. There's tons and tons of vacation rentals, Airbnbs. Um, you know, and it's funny. Customers don't usually want to tell you it's an Airbnb. Um, you know, uh, a lot of my customers, they, you know, they won't kind of admit that they're, that they're renting it. But obviously your service staff will tell you right away. They know there's, you know, 10 people in the pool every time they show up. Um, you know, those right. are, that's another situation where you've got extremely high bather load. Um, you know, tons of people in the pool. Usually the pools are heated to a very, very high temperature. They're just not treated like a backyard swimming pool. It's more like a commercial swimming pool. Um, and so, you know, if, if you're if you're not treating those separately by managing, you know, your costs and, 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 and pricing them appropriately, it, it's worse than a leaking pool. Right. Thank you. And why should you be identifying problem pools? If you're not managing your costs in the pool business, you're going to quickly figure out you're not making any money. And, you know, so identifying these problem pools are an important part of managing your business. So, you know, to leaking pools like we just discussed, vacation rentals, you know, pools that have a ton of people in them, right? I mean, we, we do some commercial business here in South Florida, and you've got some pools that, you know, it's a regular pool. It has average usage. And then you've got some pools closer to the beach, and they're just busy all the time. There's 10 people in them, or they have two dogs that swim in the pool every single day, you know, extremely high bather load. So, you know, those situations have a drain on your chemicals. They have a much higher chlorine demand when your guy shows up. So you end up having to spend way more in chemicals to keep that pool blue and clear than you do the average pool. So if you're pricing everything the same, you know, let's say you've got 10 pools on one street, you know, like we do here in South Florida, like, you know, there's tons of pools. You know, if if eight of them are regular pools, you're making money, but two of them are vacation rentals or they're leaking or they have high have a high beta load, you, know, you, you might be losing money in those two, but you've priced them all the same because they're all on the same street. They're all approximately the same size. You know, they're very easy to get to. You know, you, you want to make sure that you're identifying these problem pools so that you can try to try to make money because they're, they're killing you. You just don't know it. Um, you know, a couple other ones would be poor circulation. Listen, if you have a pool that's not circulating, you know, it, it doesn't matter how hard you work. You're, you're not going to win. Ultimately, it's going to get you and it's, you're going to lose money. Um, you know, runtime, for example. You know, I have customers that uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to save a few dollars. I'm going to cut it down to four hours a day. I, I'm sorry, man. I, I'm out. I'm not willing to do business with you at that, at that. I'm not willing to spend more in chemicals to make up for the fact that you don't want to run you know, your pump. Um, you know, filter cartridges is another one. You know, we're in South Florida, primarily paper, you know, cartridges. And we, you know, having a schedule to change them out on a regular basis is important. You know, the, if they're not changing cartridges, if they're not managing runtime to an appropriate amount, if, they're, if they don't have good, good circulation, if they're leaking, all these things, you know, I classify all these as problem pools. And if you're not managing your business and, and, and trying to get rid of those, then there's a lot of pools you're losing money on. We did an analysis a few years ago, and we, we did it on every single pool in our company. And it, it was very obvious to me that I, I could have gotten rid of 20% of my pools and made the same amount of money or more. You know, we had the revenue associated with it, which kind of we were focusing on that and the, and the count, the pool count, if you will. But when you actually manage the costs associated with those, it, it's a lot better for your business. You can actually make more money with less headaches, very similar to a price increase. 
you know, just be, being able to identify those problem pools is, is equivalent to a price increase. If you can, if you can get rid of those. Right. Yeah. I love all of that. And it plays such a huge role just in the uh, company culture as well. You have problem pools that aren't working correctly. You've got poor suction um, and the customer doesn't want to deal with it. You have a technician that's, you know, struggling at that pool every single week. And maybe that leads to them quitting and going to another company where uh, they don't take on pools like that. So definitely an effect um, in many different places, right? Uh, absolutely. One of the best things I ever did, uh, I did it three years ago. Um, we were growing and, and you know, the, the challenges that come with growing and, and your routes kind of getting out of whack. So I went to all my employees and I said, hey, to give me your top three customers and give me your bottom three customers. And the top three, obviously, we, we, we wanted to make sure that we kept those. Um, so we, we managed those, you know, as we, as we increased prices, we want to make sure that those were, you know, kept in check so we didn't lose them. But the bottom three, I just fired all of them uh, without even consulting. I mean, I just, I just called the, the employee or the customer and said, I'm sorry, you know, we can no longer service your pool. And, you know, I, I, lost, I lost 10, 15 accounts, 20 accounts. I don't even know what the number was. But my employees were ne never been happier in their entire life. I mean, I, it, oh, I got man. so much reward out of it from them because they were so happy. Because you take these pools that are just a nightmare for them, right? They've got that oak tree hanging over it. Every time you show up, it's a disaster, you know, or they're just spending way extra time. They can't get the filter open. You know, it's just always a problem, right? The, the, the pump won't prime. There's always an issue with these pools. And so if, I just went to my team and said, hey, give me your worst three. And I fired all of them. And it was probably the best thing I could have done. Wow. That's super cool. Did any of them um, say, no, wait, like we'll fix whatever problems you want? Yeah, well, yeah, we had a couple of customers, you know, it was exactly what they needed to kind of kick them in the pants to get some stuff done. Cause you know, they were just nice, but, but you know, they offered, I mean, we didn't at that point, you know, we had already made our decision to let them move on. I, 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 I kind of jokingly refer to it. I, I gifted my competitors with these customers. You know, it was a nice gift to my competitors, if that makes That's sense. That's a real nice gift. Yeah. Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> um, so, you know, the shortages force us and a lot of the people in the pool industry to try new things. Can you talk about that a little bit? Uh, yeah, I think everyone's in, a, in probably doing this already, right? I mean, if you can't get the stuff that you normally buy, you know, uh, and prices are, you know, uh, significantly higher than you've ever had to pay before, right? You start thinking about what can I do differently to accomplish the same goal? I've seen guys go, that go from, you know, primarily, you know, trichlor and tablets to, you know, they're using CalHypo, uh, you know, they're using liquid if they can get it. You know, I'm, I'm very lucky. There's, you know, a lot of liquid here in South Florida. Um, but, you know, people are trying different things to try to get the job done because they can't find it. Um, you know, driving around to every local pool store and Home Depot and Costco, trying to buy tablets, whatever you, I mean, just, you're doing everything you can, right? Just to kind of run your business and get it done. You know, I think um, it's it's good to do that, right? The, the, the thing that I would recommend to everyone do is kind of have a plan, if that makes sense. If you're going to, if you're going to do something different, if you're going to try something new, do a pilot first, right? Uh, and also track your costs, right? If you don't know what you're paying for what you're doing now, then how do you compare what that new opportunity looks like? You know, does it make sense to do that or not? You may be putting yourself in a worse situation by trying something new because you haven't actually managed, you know, the cost of what you're doing versus what the new thing costs. Now, I've seen people go to enzymes and 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 all, all kinds of things, right? I mean, you know, I've seen people go to salt, uh, start converting their customers to salt as much as possible because they just 
the chemicals for you know chlorine tri- trichlor whatever it is if you can't get it you know you know you're trying to trying to go to a situation where you can manage your you know the pools and your and your routes a little better um you know you make a little money too right? that's ultimately the goal um so you, yeah you, listen everyone's being forced to try new things here i guess and, and that's a great thing i mean we, we've tried new things here and, and and we came out of it thinking this is actually great we might continue to do this afterwards um but my my suggestion would just be again manage your costs you know find out how much it costs per dose right so that when ultimately you can start tracking you know what you're using you know, generally in our business, right, we're buying it in as big a quantity as we can for our business, right? You know, we're buying it so that we can pay the least amount of dollars possible for that product. So you're buying it in quantity, but you're not using it in quantity, you're using it in smaller doses. So, you know, try to get to a point where you can actually manage the cost per dose on every single pool so that you can actually get to a point where you can track it and and know those costs. And then once you have that, you can compare to other products, whether it be the enzymes or the you know phosphate remover, all, all these different things, minerals and salt. And uh, I've seen you know new cartridges that promise you know the world. All, all these new, all these new products are coming out um, to try to address this issue. And I think that there's definitely a market for them. Things that were you know probably more expensive than they should have been before are making more sense now, um, because in light of all the other cost increases that we're facing. So again, I just don't go blindly into it, right? Do your research, figure out what the dosing is and, and figure out how much it was going to cost you to move and then do a pilot. Run it on five, 10-year pools you know, for a few weeks and see if it makes sense to continue. See if you get the, the results you're looking for, if the math works, and if you're still profitable before you go headlong into a thing that, um, you, know, that you, you end up regretting down the road. Yeah. You know, I'm so surprised too that I haven't heard more people... Uh, like selling outdoor showers because I always thought that that would be such a good idea to kind of back off chemicals, you know, obviously drain the pool when you can, uh, balance the water correctly, and then just emphasize having a shower out there and, you know, rinse off before you, you know, put all those, uh, you know, cooties in the pool, you know, <laughs> you know, listen, I, I would love that. I mean, listen, a lot of our commercial pools, they're required to have a shower. I can't say how many people actually use them, you know, right. from all the sand in the pool, I would say probably not many, but you know, it definitely would help, you know, among other things. You know, the other thing I'll say is, you know, you're, you're, there's different markets around the country. There's some markets that, you know, you charge extra for the chemicals you use. In that case, you just, you still want to manage your costs. You still want to know your chemical cost because you're, you're charging that back to the customer. You still have to manage it well. But, but, you know, the part that I'm referring to mostly is, is, is in my market, chemicals are included. So, you know, you're paying, you're charging the customer a flat price, you know, for pool service. So if your costs are up 50%, customer doesn't know. They don't care, right? They're just, they're getting the same bill. So unless you're going to price, unless you're going to increase their prices, which I highly recommend you do. But if you're not going to do that, you better start knowing your numbers on the cost side. Otherwise, you're going to run yourself right out of business. Right. Thank you. And the last question is, why is it so important to not let costs run you out of business? Because <laughs> you're out of business, right? <laughs> well, yeah, that's the easy answer. You know, yeah. listen, if you're running a pool company, right, if you're, if you're working for a pool company, you know, you've made a decision to, to move into a career that most of us enjoy and love, right? You're outside. Uh, you're, getting to, you're getting to talk to people outside, you know, in, in their backyards. It's about relationships, but it's a very unique and different industry and, and environment to work in. But, but again, we're not doing this necessarily for fun, right? If you want to volunteer your time, you can go volunteer your time. But most of us are out here trying to make a living. 
So if, you know, no one wants to get run out of business here, you know, because of all these issues that we're facing, whether it be increased labor costs, not being able to find people, or, or all the chemical shortages and, and increasing costs, you know, it's it's extremely it's an extremely challenging time in our industry. Now, I, I personally think five years from now, we're going to look back at this and it's going to be the best thing that ever happened to our industry because a lot of companies are raising prices and those prices won't come back down, right? So the average price that we charge our customer is going to stay up, you know, once we've raised it. But we're all hoping that some of these chemical costs will come back down once things become more available and, and the urgency and the scarcity mentality goes away. Yeah, but I think ultimately we'll we'll look back on this scenario and say, man, that was probably the best thing that ever happened to our industry because now we're making more money and we actually had a legitimate reason to raise prices through this because the entire industry was facing the same thing. You know, a lot of small companies when they're trying to decide if they're going to raise prices, there's this fear mentality that takes them over. You know, it's like, oh, I'm not if I can't raise because my neighbor's going to get all my business. And you know, listen, your name, all the all your competitors are dealing with the exact same things you are, yeah. right? They're all short on staff. They're all paying ridiculous prices for chemicals. Raise your prices, right? Ultimately, that will end up saving you a ton of time because you'll have more margin inside your business. But, you know, no one wants to go out of business. No one wants to have what they've built and worked for, you know, for the, most of their professional career and, and life, you know, disappear. And, and I think having the mentality that you're, you're tracking this stuff will make sure that that doesn't happen and help you price appropriately. And, and ultimately, listen, the, the best companies are going to do this and they're going to win. At the end of the day, they're going to be here in five years and they're going to have a higher customer base and they're going to be profitable. You know, and, and the ones that don't do this are they going to be the ones that suffer and they're going to have just a really hard time. You're going to work just as hard, if not harder. You're just going to have less money in your pocket at the end of it. So, you know, track your costs so you can make good business decision and, and ultimately your business will survive and thrive through that. Um, that's ultimately what it comes down to. Right. Well, thank you so much, Brian. Really appreciate all of this. This was great information and I know people get a lot of value from it. So where can people uh, reach out if they want to get in touch with you? Uh, well, that's a good question. Thank you for asking. So um, B&B Pools, my company, uh, we recently joined National Pool Partners. And so um, congrats. Uh, thank you. It's exciting. Um, I'm super excited about what National Pool Partners is, is able to do and, and, and the opportunities it's presenting to the, the industry. I really do think that we're going to have a chance to really elevate the industry and, and our employees and, and just everything that we're doing. So you guys can reach me um, by going to uh, go-mpp.com um, and all my contact information is there. My email address is bbanta, B-A-N-T-A at uh, go-mpp.com. And um, you guys can reach me at uh, my company as well, you know, B&B Pools and Pompano Beach. So. Uh, I'd love to chat with you. If anybody has any questions, please call me. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Brian. Take care. Thanks, guys. Appreciate, appreciate the time. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to learn more, you could hit the link in the show notes below or visit poolchasers.com. If you'd like to learn more about MPP, visit go-mpp.com. See you out there, pool chasers.